Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our second slash third Course of Miracles group coaching call. So it's technically our second call, but I put a video out there just explaining some of the basics of A Course of Miracles. So you may have watched that. I'm kind of considering that our first call to give you the intro to A Course of Miracles. I am so glad you all are here with me today. I went through um, the 50 principles and took some notes, and then before each one of our calls, I kind of go back through and refresh on the different notes that we have, and it has been amazing to look at the notes and, like, just remember how much cool stuff we have over here. So I am going to go through today, well, I plan to go through 11 through 20, but we'll see if there's more that we get through or less that we get through. We'll just go through as many as we can. So I'm going to start by inviting you to first um, open up Chapter 1, Section 1 of A Course in Miracles. If you don't have the book, that's okay. You can Google it. Um, and I'm going to read them all to you so you don't have to have it in front of you. But sometimes it's helpful just to have something to be looking at. So we are covering, again, Chapter 1, Section 1, The Meaning of Miracles. And if you're looking for it online, if you just type in Chapter 1, Course in Miracles, or Principles of Miracles, Course in Miracles, any of that, it should bring you up to the 50 opening miracles, or opening principles, excuse me, of the Course in Miracles. And we're starting here, one, because it's Chapter 1, Section 1, but also because these 50 principles take you through the basic principles of the, of the thought system of A Course in Miracles. So... A Course in Miracles does not claim to be a religion. I know we talk about this each time, but it's just a good reminder as we get started. It doesn't claim to be a religion. It doesn't claim to be the one right answer or the one path. It's just a path, and it is based on universal spiritual laws. So the Course uses traditionally Christian language to talk about universal concepts. Um, and so in these 50 principles, it lays out the thought system that it's based on, and the thought system is based on moving from thoughts of fear to thoughts of love. So it's kind of like uh, the way I like to picture it. It's like opening up your head, taking your brain out, uh, washing it off, turning it upside down, putting it back in your head, and zipping your head right back up, and seeing everything that you are used to seeing in the world with completely new eyes, everything that you thought was up is actually down. Everything you thought was down is actually up. It's just a completely different way of looking at the world because it's a completely different way of thinking. So today we'll cover 11 through 20. And if you missed any of these and you're joining us, I see we have some new folks on. Jerry, we're um, glad to have you on. I'm glad that you're here. And that might be Shay who's on. And so welcome, welcome. And if you guys missed it, there's uh, the intro video and the call before, but you can just pick up at any time wherever we are and be listening to this. So before we begin, let's just 
close our eyes for a moment wherever you are since we are handing our time over to a change in the way of thinking. Just go ahead and ground ourselves. Holly, please don't close your eyes since you're driving. Everybody else, just go ahead and close your eyes if you can. Safe to do so. Take a nice deep breath. And we ask that this time that we have come together be used for our spiritual upliftment, for a greater purpose, for new eyes to see the same circumstances through love. We devote this time to the healing of our mind. We use this time to connect with the thoughts of love and peace and the thoughts that show us a world that is filled with love. During this time, we ask the Holy Spirit to lift us above the confusion and chaos of the physical world to a view and a perception that lays far beyond being able to see the bigger picture, the entire canvas, instead of being stuck in an individual spot. We dedicate this time to the healing of our minds, and so it is. All right, y'all. So let's get started. Hi, Lorna. I see that you're joining. Welcome, welcome. All right, so let's get started from number 11. So in the 50 Principles of the Course in Miracles, uh, we covered 1 through 10 on our last phone call. And I'm going to pick up here on 11. So let me start by just saying, in this call, in these next 10-ish principles, however many of those we get through, um, there are some big concepts of A Course in Miracles that we'll cover. So I'll spend a little bit of time on each one of these, but there might be some that I spend a few minutes on. And if you all have questions, as always, um, I have chat on. It's not right in front of me all the time, but I'll take pauses to take a look at it. So please put your questions there. Um, or just I'll, I'll stop as we go through and, and take questions as, as we're going through some of these concepts. So number 11, Chapter 1, Section 1, The Principles of Miracles, number 11. Prayer is the medium of miracles. It is a means of communication of the created with the creator. Through prayer, love is received, and through miracles, love is expressed. So when the Course in Miracles uses the word Prayer. Prayer is the medium of miracles. What a miracle is, is a change of perception. It's a change from seeing the world from one way to another way. So the prayer is the medium to get to that change. And we talked about this a little bit on the last call. The prayer is simply the willingness to see something differently. So when you quote unquote pray using the Course in Miracles terminology, it's not the traditional, this is what I want, please help me get this. When you pray in Course in Miracles, you say, I see right now I'm hurt, I'm angry, I'm anxious, I'm fearful, I'm, I'm having a fear-based feeling, I'm having a fear-based thought. I, I know that that's not real. Course in Miracles talks about the ego world as a nightmare, and it feels real. And just like the same time you have a nightmare, you fall asleep, you're having this nightmare, your heart's racing, you're having all these reactions as if the nightmare is real. And then somebody comes and wakes you up and says, that's not real. That's not, wake up, wake up. That's not happening. You're safe. 
everything's okay. That's how The Course in Miracles talks about the ego world versus the spiritual world. So prayer is asking to see differently, asking to not be seeing through the eyes of the nightmare, but seeing through the eyes of quote-unquote reality with a capital R, which is the spiritual oneness that the Course talks about. So prayer is a form of forgiveness. So what happens is you're in a situation, you're feeling a fearful type thought, so a thought that is um, less than in some way, shape, or form, right, causing some different reactions. And the immediate ego response to that is, if only they didn't, if she had, if he had, if they would have, if those people would just blah, blah, blah. The ego response is to say, you're feeling discomfort, you're feeling a feeling that doesn't feel good, and something outside of you needs to change in order for you to feel better. As long as something else happens, you can then get your equilibrium back and feel better. A Course in Miracles says the exact opposite. It's an inside job in A Course in Miracles. A Course in Miracles says if you're seeing through those eyes and see somebody else needs to change, that is the moment where you need a miracle. That is the moment where you need a change in perception. Miracle equals change in perception. That is the moment you need a miracle. That is the moment you need a change in perception. And in order to do that, you do you use the form called "quote unquote" prayer. And prayer is, I'm having this. I, I I'm feel I feel so angry right now. I need to see this stuff. Help me see this differently. So that is why prayer is the medium of miracles. Prayer is how you get from the fear-based thought to a miracle-based thought. And it's the connection. When it says the connection with a creator. Remember, in A Course in Miracles, it's oneness or separation is really what we're talking about. So when it says uh, connection with a creator, it's connection with the concept of oneness versus feeling like I'm separate, you're separate, we're all separate. It's eat or be eaten, kill or kill, kill or be killed. That's separation, and prayer is connection and oneness. Okay, so that's number 11. Miracles are thoughts, number 12. Actually, you know what we did last time, which I really liked because it gave me a little break. Um, if we have folks who are on the phone and are willing to unmute, can I get volunteers to read? So do we have someone who will read number 12? I'll read it. All right. Go for it, Ms. Leslie. All right. Miracles are thoughts. Thoughts can represent the lower or bodily level of experience or the higher or spiritual level of experience. One makes the physical and the other creates the spiritual. Thank you, ma'am. All right. So Course in Miracles talks about everything being thought. And this is one of the kind of big concepts to cover for tonight. So according to Course in Miracles, this entire world is a thought within the mind of God. So go back to the nightmare example again. So in this moment, in reality, with a capital R, we are still completely safe with God. We are in a complete safe place. You're still in your bed, completely safe. There's no boogeyman coming after you. There's no car about to hit you. There's no stairs you're about to fall down. You're still in bed laying there safe in reality, capital R reality. But in this nightmare, which is our current day-to-day reality, our ego, our lower thoughts, if you will, according to the terminology of A Course in Miracles, we believe that the nightmare is real. 
we really believe that there's somebody out to get us. We really believe that losing losing that job was the worst thing that ever happened to us. We really believe all these quote-unquote terrible things are happening. We believe the nightmare. So this principle is letting you know that miracles are thoughts. But according to A Course in Miracles, everything is thought. Everything is about your mind. And we talk a lot about uh, mind-body connection and, and healing and um you know, creating whatever thoughts you have in your mind and how they manifest in your body. If you have a lot of angry thoughts, if you have a lot of anxious thoughts, there's different things. You know, we even have ways that people talk about it. They say, oh, I got it. I'm having diarrhea. I'm having an upset stomach. I'm so anxious about this test tomorrow. I'm so anxious. So we understand on some level that the things we think about have some physical impact on the body that we have. So of Course in Miracles, everything is thought. So there are two types of thoughts that are being called out here. Um, okay, so the words here are, call, are saying thoughts can represent the lower, the bodily ex- level of experience. So that's one, lower bodily level of experience. Another word for body, bodily level of experience is ego thoughts, using Course in Miracles language, so lower bodily ego thoughts, or the higher spiritual level of experience. Higher spiritual miracle thoughts, those are the thoughts of oneness. Those are the thoughts of the Holy Spirit, the, the, the capital R reality, the truth of everything being safe the way that it is. So everything's thought. You can have the nightmare thoughts or you can have the reality thoughts. They're all thoughts. They're all equal in what they are. They're all thoughts. But one is based on truth. The other one is based on the nightmare. It's based on the dream. And so when we're asking for a miracle, we're asking for a change of perception. Remember the opening that I talked about taking your brain out of your head and washing it off and putting it in upside down. So we're asking not to see through the eyes of the nightmare, but through the eyes of the spiritual level. So the ego thoughts create the physical world where we think we're separate bodies, where we think um, I have to protect myself. Who else is going to protect me? There's just one little me out here, and it's me against all these people, versus the other thought, which is the spiritual thought, which is I'm connected to everyone, everything and everyone. Remember um, the concept of a ray of sunshine. You either think of yourself as a ray of sunshine or you think of yourself as part of the entire sun. One is very powerful. You know, I'm, I'm a portion of the sun. The other is I'm one tiny little ray of sunshine, uh, waves on the ocean. You're, you're one wave, and I'm scared I might be swallowed up by the other waves. Or I'm, I am the ocean. When I move, the entire ocean moves. So it's those types of thoughts over there, which are the ego, body thoughts, or the spiritual thoughts. That's number 12. Number 13, if I can get a volunteer. This is Kendall. I'll do it. All right. Go for it, Kendall. Okay. Miracles are both beginnings and endings, and so they alter the temporal order. They are always affirmations of rebirth, which seem to go back but really go forward. They undo the past and the present and thus release the future. Okay. This is another one of those big concepts. All right. So in A Course in Miracles, it talks about the moment of creation. In an entire instance, everything was created. Every life experience you have Everything that anybody's been through from the moment of creation all happened in an instant. 
what that means is this whole concept of time being linear, past, current moment, future, that whole concept doesn't exist. That's all part of our quote-unquote nightmare, thinking that there was a past and we learn our lessons from our, last, our past and we apply it so we can have a different future. In reality, everything is an instant. So this is a, a big concept in A Course in Miracles. It's a big concept in manifesting. Um, I am probably not the best person on the planet to explain this concept. Here's what I'll say about this concept for you all. My whole attitude with all of this, with manifesting, with A Course in Miracles, with all of the stuff that I teach, is try it. You know, suspend disbelief for a month. You, you all know about me and my 30-day program. Suspend disbelief for a month for 30 days and try it and see what results you have. And then by seeing the results that you have, you can kind of decide if this principle makes sense to you or if it totally doesn't make sense or whatever. But we spend a lot of time trying to understand things that are very difficult for us to really, the way that we're built, it's very difficult for us to understand. But we know what it feels like when we have that experience. So I'm going to give you an example of, of this, a real-life example of this happening. Um, and I actually, I think I used this example on my last call, too, because a lot of these principles now are starting to repeat into the same, it's the same kind of big mind-shifting perceptions, but they're worded differently in different ways to explain the principle. But it's the principle of um, having some sort of a misunderstanding or miscommunication. So um, I think all of you can relate to having a situation happen in the past that you're absolutely positive that somebody did X, Y, and Z to you. And that led to some sort of a rift between you and that person. And, you know, you never talked to them again. They never talked to you again. And I shared a story about this in my life as well, where I had a falling out with a friend. We never really talked about it, but it was enough that we kind of stopped communicating with each other, our friendship. You know, can we just stop calling to make plans? And slowly our friendship kind of died out. And then years later, we reconnected. And, you know, it was all polite chit-chat. Oh, it's nice to see you. How have you been? That, that kind of stuff. And then uh, my friend said, you know what? Whatever happened, you just, you just stopped talking to me one day and whatever happened. And I was like, oh, you know, who knows? It's a long time ago, blah, 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 all that polite stuff. And then finally, you know, she kept insisting. We ended up having this long conversation. And all the things that I had thought, all the slights, all the upsets, all the things that I was very clear at the time it was happening, that it was purposeful and determined and she was going out of her way, she literally told me the exact same stories I was telling her from a completely different perspective and was like, I did not, I'm mortified that you thought I would do that. Like, I would never treat you like that. And so that's when we start talking about this whole concept of time and miracles being able to release the past in order to be able to create a future, that's what we're talking about, about altering the temporal order. Because for the longest time, we weren't friends. For the longest time, we were in a state of, quote, unquote, separation, using Course in Miracles language. We're in a state of separation because of the thoughts that I had, the thoughts she probably had as well, right, created the separation between us. But then when we had a change of perception, when there, perception, when there was a miracle, a change in the ways that we're seeing stuff, which is an affirmation of rebirth, we're completely, we're going back to that moment, a moment in time where I'm positive X happened and she's telling me Y happened. And all of a sudden, everything from the past gets changed. 
right? So when you change that one point of perception, then the next day when she did something different, it's not an add-on to an insult. And then the next day after that when she did something, it's not an add-on to an add-on to an insult. And all of a sudden this entire story you've constructed falls apart. And the past, the way that you saw it is completely different. And the beliefs that you created about yourself or about other people or about things you have to protect yourself from vanish because all of that was built on a false false reality, a false perception. And so that's what this is talking about. The miracles are both beginnings and endings. They're complete circles. Because when you have a miracle, you have a change. Again, remember, miracles change in perception. So when you have a change in perception, all of a sudden you see the same set of facts that you were looking at before. But now, instead of creating a, a scary nightmare story, they're creating a completely different story, a story of love. And by doing that, it's a rebirth, it's a new story, a new form of creation, and you feel like I've gone back and changed the past, but really what you've done is completely changed your perception of the future. And again, there is no such thing as time in A Course in Miracles. Everything's in an instant, right? So when you make that change in perception, even if it's going back 10 years in, your, in what we believe is our life, like, oh, that was 10 years ago, what you've done is you've changed, kind of rewritten the whole story I don't know if you guys remember, this is kind of an old movie, but that movie, Sliding Doors, with Gwyneth Paltrow, where she was living two different lives at the same time. And they, in the movie, they kept flashing back and forth between, I forget what it was, if she had left, if she had found out something, I guess her, maybe her husband was having an affair, and if she had come home five minutes earlier and found out and left him, and then she went down this whole path in life. But the other one, she had a uh, like an accident, got mugged or something, and it went down a whole different thing. And it was these both things happening at the same time, these two completely different realities happening at the same time. That's kind of the same concept here. Uh, it, it changes everything in your, your perception, so it changes every thought you've ever had in the past, which automatically changes every part of your future because of time and an instant. Okay, I'm going to stop there because we've covered a couple of big concepts and take questions, thoughts on any of that so far. Amina, this is Leslie. Um, so, when you when you talk about um, when you talk about what, like your friend, you and your friend um, making up after so many years, uh, and that changes the temporal order. Okay, is that not what forgiveness does? Yeah, exactly. Forgiveness is. Again, forgiveness is a prayer, and a prayer is asking to see something different, which is a miracle. All of these things kind of relate together, right? Right, because when you forgive someone, all of a sudden you you see it differently. You don't you're not angry anymore. You don't you see it differently. Things are different because you forgave because you made that decision, right? Exactly. So just by making the decision to forgive, and I know Leslie, you have stories of this from your own personal life, just in that moment right. where you choose to forgive, then you go back, you know, and, and in, this, in one of the situations for me in my past, I went back to a Redskins game, and I was like, this is what happened at the Redskins. I was there. This is what happened, right? Then we had this miracle moment, this change of perception moment, and all of a sudden I went back to that exact same moment at the at the Redskins game, and it's like, 
it, it was all the same, wearing the same clothes. Everything looks exactly the same. But now all of a sudden the entire story about the Redskins game is different. That whole, just that change in perception, it's like the whole past of what happened there is totally different. And, and you all, I'm sure, can experience, have experienced this, right? It was a horrible, traumatic event, and then you get some clarity on it. You get some forgiveness. You get some whatever. And it's an event that used to make you cry all the time. You know, just, just the thought of it, just the thought of the Redskins game, make me sad. Just the thought of the Redskins game, make me angry. You know, just somebody right. saying the word Redskins makes me mad, right? Often you have that miracle, and then you're like, oh, Redskins, nothing. Either nothing or a happy thought or, or whatever, right? So you can go back to that same moment with that person that used to be a moment that caused feelings of anger, anxiety, whatever it was. And all of a sudden, it's not just washed away like time heals all wounds. It's like, oh, actually, you know what happened that moment? I remember that when we went and did blah, blah, blah. And it's like a happy memory all of a sudden. So, yes, exactly right. like that. Right. Okay. Any other questions or thoughts on the time? I, uh, this is Janice. I have a question. Yes, Ms. Janice. It's related to your story about the situation with your friend. I have something similar with somebody that I worked with, and I always, and I have done forgiveness work, um, but just to make it short, she made life miserable for me. But my question is, even though like I tried to see her as a mirror, and what could I learn, and how could I forgive, I worked with two other ladies at different times, who both had the same experience and perception as I did. So even though I tried to change myself, it wasn't only me who saw this woman as a, let's just say, troublemaker. Yes. Okay, so let me explain the difference between what A Court in Miracles would say and what you did, just to show, for example. Okay, so what you did, which, by the way, is, great work. It's amazing work, right? It's, it's the work of how, you know, why is this triggering me? How is this a mirror? All of that stuff, which I'm a big fan of. That's all great work. What A Court in Miracles would say is what you really want to do is not do, not quote unquote, do anything other than ask for a change of perception. So right now I'm seeing this woman as a troublemaker. Right now, I'm seeing this woman as someone who terrorizes me. That's all I can see. But, you know, help me, God, because that's, that's the experience I'm having of her. I know this isn't real, but that is, it feels very real because that is the real experience I'm having of her. I am willing, and that's it. That's all the Course in Miracles. Remember, ask the few is your willingness. I am willing to see this differently. And that's all you do. You don't sit down and analyze it. You don't try to fix it. You don't go have a conversation with her. You don't take any quote-unquote do action, right? You say this prayer, <clears throat> I'm open to a miracle. I'm willing to see this difference. Then what starts to happen is where it gets crazy. Then all of a sudden, this woman shows up, comes up to your desk and says, you know what, Janice? I've got blah, blah, blah going on at home, and I've got this, and I've got – and you're sitting here going, well, that would have been really helpful to know. Well, you know what, Janice? I know on the first day of work you stole my lunch, and I know all about it, and, you know, I haven't ever said anything to you about it, but I – and you're sitting here going, I never stole your lunch. And all of a sudden that miracle moment can happen. So that's the difference over there. It doesn't mean 
that what you're experiencing at the ego level, at the body level, it's nothing that that's not happening, that that's not, I'm not saying you're not experiencing that. I'm not saying she isn't calling you names or, you know, those things aren't actually happening. They're, they're happening and other people are witnessing them happening, right? This is a different thing. This is not about the actual actions. This is the willingness to see something differently. Will you get some insight about, oh, this is what's actually going on? And this has nothing to do with me. This isn't a mirror. This isn't a, this woman's been abused. She's in an abusive relationship. She comes to work and takes it out on me because I look like her twin sister who used to pull her hair every day. Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You get that information given to you where you can have that change of perception. So it doesn't mean her behavior stops. It doesn't. It just means all of a sudden you see her behavior and you go, oh, man, this is one messed up human being. I'm just going to stare clear of her. Does that make sense, the difference? Well, it does make sense because I, what you said really is true. Um, dysfunctional life and is a messed up human being. It, and I don't work there anymore, but she continues to make life difficult for the person who's there now and the person that was there before me and the person that... So I guess I just try to do forgiveness and not hold on to grudges and there I do see the reason, but it's the biggest dilemma I ever had in my life because I've always been able to forgive and understand and um, but even though there's background situations, she made things very difficult for people and still does for the people who are there. Right. So now this time, I don't want you to focus so much on forgiving her behavior okay. as much as just ask to be, just say, I'm willing to see this differently and ask to be shown. Okay. So one, sorry, I just want to distinguish again. One is you doing work to understand, you doing work to forgive, you doing all this, you know, you, the, the second is a miracle. Remember principle number one, there's no order of difficulty in miracles. Okay. Right? So you want it done for you. You don't want to sit there and try to analyze it and figure it out and do forgiveness practices and, you know, talk in the mirror and all that. Again, all these things are great things, but that's not what we're asking for here. We're asking to be shown something different. No work, quote, unquote, work on your part, but a change in perception so that whatever that missing piece is, whatever that healing is, it be given to you not you go out and seek it. Does that make sense? I feel like yes, it's it does. a very small distinction, but do you see how it takes all the burden off of you? It's just, God, this is a this is a horrific situation in my life. I'm no longer there, but when I think about it, I get, you know, hands get sweaty, heart starts beating again, you know, all of that, because this woman was not very nice to me, God. I'm willing to see it differently. Show me the miracle. And that's it. Okay. You don't do anything else. Okay. Okay, and I'm I, in. I have a question. <laughs> yes, Miss Summer. On the same note, again, I feel like she's talking right now, and I really feel, <laughs> I feel it. So what do you do about the feeling, like, you know, resentment, the feeling of like, yes, I'm going to, you're going to ask, uh, you know, to, to sh- to make you see things differently and change a perspective. So that's it. You just say that and you let it go. Well, so so what you so as the practice that goes with us. Um, yes. So 
so Janice's situation is a little bit different that she's not currently working with this woman. Janice, you don't have right. to actually interact. You don't actually interact with her anymore, correct? No, I, I see her on Facebook, but my good friend does, and I feel so bad, and I don't know what to tell my friend, and I don't know okay. if I can tell her this, but we've all suffered. <laughs> okay, so Janice, this would, what I'm going to, to answer Summer's question, this would work for you as well, and I can, I'll, I'll post this in the, I think it's actually in the Facebook group under files already, but I'll repost okay. it just so it's the top. You pray, for, you pray for their happiness for five minutes a day. That's okay. what you do with the feelings, right? So you take the feelings. So that everything in A Course in Miracles is you acknowledge your happy. Step one, I'm angry. Okay. I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. I'm whatever. So there's, this is not faux spirituality. This is not, oh, no, I, I'm okay. I, I'm not angry at her. No, I'm angry. I am, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I want to kill her in my bare hands. I'm mad. You acknowledge, right? Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. go, the minute you acknowledge a thought that is fear-based, not love-based, bam, indication, oh, God, I'm in the nightmare. I'm not in reality. I'm in the nightmare. Mm-hmm. I got to wake up. I'm in a horrible nightmare. I got to get the heck out of this nightmare, right? You guys know what that feels like, right? Have you ever had right. a nightmare where you, somewhere in the middle of the nightmare, you actually know you're asleep and in the nightmare? Yes. And you're like, I got to get out of this nightmare. This is horrible. It's not real. I just want out. Okay, that's exactly what's happening. This woman, Janice, I'm using you, you as an example, the story as an example. That's what happened. You're in this horrible nightmare. She's coming after you. You don't want anything to do with this. You want the heck out of this nightmare, okay? So acknowledge, I'm mad. I'm fearful. I want the heck out of here. This woman's no good. She's making life miserable for everyone. Acknowledge, I, I want out of this nightmare. I am willing to see this differently. Okay. All of my thoughts are anger, fear-based thoughts. Mm-hmm. I need a miracle. I can only see through the eyes of anger right now. I can only see through the eyes of fear right now. That's, that's the best I got right now, God. I need mm-hmm. a miracle. I need a miracle. I want to see through the eyes of love, but I can't get there. I'm in the nightmare. I can't get through that through the eyes of love. I'm willing to see it differently. Okay? Then the practice, if you really have to, you know, if you're in a situation here where it's like, Okay, this is a click. I'm mad. Every time I see her, heart rate goes up, all of that stuff. It's five minutes every morning. Pray for their happiness. May she be okay. happy. May she be healthy. May she be blessed. Because in A Course in Miracles, remember, this goes back to the a basic concept of the Course, which is separation versus oneness, right? So when you pray for someone's happiness, what are you actually doing? Oneness. Oneness, because when you when yeah. you pray for anything for someone else, what what you're what you're actually doing is praying for it for yourself. Right. So every time I say summer, will you be happy? What I'm actually doing is praying for my own happiness. Correct. Because we're one. If you're happy, I'm happy. The waves, right? Yes. When I move the right. ocean, right? So you pray for her happiness. This is not some sort of sacrificial. Um, I'll be miserable, but I hope you're happy. Prayer, no. This is a powerful prayer. This is, I'm willing to see this differently, and I want the heck out of this nightmare, and may you be happy, may you be happy, may you be happy. And that might be the best you can get is, may she be happy, may she be happy, may she be happy. You know, over time it will become, may you be happy, may she be blessed. May she find a job which she values her. May she heal from whatever wounds she, whatever. Five minutes every morning for 30 days, and you will see a miracle in the relationship. 
Money back guarantee. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It works. Money back guarantee. It works. I've done it. It works. It works. It works, right, Leslie? Leslie has a mm-hmm. great story. It does you. work. Yeah, that's Okay. That's, I, I won't say it's, it's easy, powerful, but it works. <laughs> okay. So I just thing. wanted to see. Yeah, five minutes every day, and I'll put that. I, I actually have my what I call my forgiveness prayer, and I posted it on Adventures with Amina in the past, but I'll post it again. It's a prayer mm-hmm. I say every single morning. Mm-hmm. You know, ask that, and, and I say it for I say it for my day, right? May everyone I interact with today be happy, because if the people I interact with today will be happy, there's a better chance I won't screw up and go back into the nightmare. Okay. So I prepaved my day by praying for everyone's happiness. So, uh, Janice, I would love for you to try that. If you're open to it, I'd love for you to try the five minutes a day and just see what happens. I will. All right. I will. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Other questions on any of the first three three principles? (laughs) (laughs) Perfect ones. And I'm in chat, too, if anyone has questions in chat. All righty. Anyone can I get a volunteer for number 14? I'm driving, so I'm not able to volunteer. Right. I will read it because I have questions about this one for sure. All right, go for it, Ms. Leslie. All right, miracles bear witness to truth. They are convincing because they arise from conviction. Without conviction, they deteriorate into magic, which is mindless and therefore destructive, or rather, the uncreative use of mind. I was waiting for someone to have a question about this. Is your question about magic or something different? Yes. Yes. I never <laughs> thought magic was bad. I mean, okay, so magic is not bad in my world. Right. Okay. So, again, remember the way that so the courts would um, say to you that all of these words have multiple meanings to people, and so you choose the word that works best for you. Magic, the way that the courts is using this, is that you are creating an outcome, Right. So you put love potion number nine. Leslie, I want you to fall in love with me. I'm going to make love potion number nine. You're going to drink it. You're going to fall in love with me. That's how the course is referring to the word magic, right? I'm doing the how to get the outcome that I want. Also doesn't work in manifesting the way that, again, the way that the course is using the word magic because magic manifesting, we get clear on the, on the what and we don't worry about the how. We don't actually conjure it up. We don't go and say, okay, well, I'm now going to, I need outcome X, so now I'm going to go do A, B, C, D so that I can get outcome X, right? We don't worry about the how, we just get clear on the what. So that is how the word magic is used here. Magic is I can fix it, I can create it, I'm going to come up with a plan, I'm going to put the formula together, and I'm going to create the miracle that I want. And of course, the miracle says no. What you want to do is you want to say, I, I know what I want. I want peace of mind. I want a favorable outcome. I think I know what a favorable outcome – to me, a favorable outcome is if my boss comes and gives me, a, you know, a raise in a new position. Courts and miracles might say, no, that's not a favorable outcome for you, Leslie. favorable outcome for you is that you get a position someplace 10,000 times better and make three times your salary, Right. So you don't right, know. Right, right, right. Yes. So the magic is, okay, I, I, I want this position. 
and I want my boss to give it to me. I, I know what I want. So I got to go out there and, you know, what, what do I need to oh, I know. I need to take my boss out to lunch. I need that. That's what the course is referring to as magic. So anything in this, so let's go back to what this principle is. This principle talks about truth. There's miracles bear witness to truth. And that's reality with capital R. There's only one truth. Okay? And the truth is the perfect, divine, complete, unfolding will of God, the way, the, the perfect path through it that is already taken care of. You don't need to do anything. All you got to do is align. You, you just got to wake up from the nightmare, right? You're already in truth. Truth's all around you. It, it's all taken care of. Miracles all around you. Truth's all around you. All you got to do is get out of the nightmare, and you'll see them everywhere. And they are convincing because they arise from conviction. The arise from conviction is, they're convincing the way that they work is because you keep saying, um, I choose to see differently. Okay, so the whole thing that we just talked about, the situation about the coworker, right? That's hard. Praying for someone's happiness for five minutes a day, that's when, you, when they're terrorizing you, that is hard. That choosing to see things differently, that conviction, I'm going to give this my all because I really believe in it. That's how you get the miracle. The miracle is I'm willing to see this differently. I don't want to see this differently. I'm co- I com- am completely clear. You're wrong. I'm right. End of discussion. I don't need to see this differently. Everyone agrees with me. I just told everybody who I know. They all said you're wrong. I'm right. It's clear. The conviction comes to say, I know I'm wrong. I, I know I believe you're wrong. I know I believe that I'm right, but I'm willing to see it differently. I'm willing to give other way of thinking, a chance. I'm, I'm willing to step back. I'm willing to hand it over. Okay, without that conviction, without that willingness to hand it over, you go, oh, no, 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 it's fine. I know you're, you're not wrong. I, I'm not wrong. But you know what? I'm going to go and cut out that newspaper article, and I'm going to leave it on my boss's desk so that he can see that he's actually wrong and I'm right. That's how it's using the term magic over here, which is, a destructive force of how can I get the outcome that I want. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, it makes sense. And but okay. isn't you another reason that we that we do this is because we're choosing to be happy. I mean, being mad at somebody is awful. I've been there. It feels bad, and maybe that's a selfish. And which I don't, I don't think being selfish is bad. To choosing to to ask for a miracle, choosing to see things differently, is is for us really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the courts and miracles will uh, will admit to being completely selfish because we're all one. So you know, Leslie, I'm going to pray triple time for your happiness because the more I pray for your happiness, what am I really praying for? My own. Praying happiness. for your own happiness, exactly. Right. 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 So, I mean, the only reason I did that exercise that you taught me to do with the five minutes a day is because I was tired of being miserable at work, and right. it helped. It made a big difference. So I didn't do it for them, though. I really didn't. And there's nothing wrong with that because what, cause there is no them, right? It's all an inside job, mm. right? Right. So it's like right. when you do it, and then there's another one that we're going to get to, which is a repeat of – Miracles are for both people. It's for them and for you, right? Because it's all one. Right. So mm-hmm. if, if you're doing it for yourself, you're doing it for them. 
if you're doing it for them, you're doing it for yourself. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so choose whichever one works for you because it's all the same. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. I'm doing that right. for me. Okay, fine. You're doing it for you, but everybody else around you is benefiting. I'm doing this right. for them. Okay, fine. You're doing this for them, but you're benefiting. I remember, um, uh, heck, I'm sure I've shared this story with you. Y'all, I'm starting to get to the point where I feel like I'm sharing the same stories with you all over. <laughs> I used to make fun of Jack because I was like, Jack, you tell that story every time, and I swear it's happening to me. Um, I don't remember if I shared this story with you all recently, so I'll just share it again. But I remember I used to send, I still do, send the kids um, Halloween care packages. And I got really upset because the kids wouldn't call or let me. You know, I've been, like, I tracked that stuff to know when UPS delivered it. And the kids mm-hmm. did not call to say thank you. And they all the stuff. And I called my sister and I was like, you know, what are you teaching your kids? And, you know, you need to, they don't write thank you notes. And you got to teach them write thank you notes, how they're going to survive in the world. I, I'm always, you know, without having kids, I'm full of ideas on how to raise them. So I'm like, this is what you need to be doing. And my sister, like, literally in the middle of this, like, shut me up. She's like, you send them Halloween packages because it makes you happy. She's like, <laughs> if you expect my kids to write you a thank you note or to do all this stuff, send me. she's like, quit sending them because I can't control my kids. I can't force my kids to call you and tell you they got the package. I can't force them to write you a thank you note. And she's like, and at the end of the day, you only do it because it really brings you joy. And I remember being like, oh, my gosh, you're so right. I come up with this whole big thing about, like, oh, I'm doing all this for the kids. But the truth is I'm the one who loves going to the store. I'm the one who loves looking at all the Halloween stuff. I'm the one who loves, you guys know how much I love giving stuff away. I'm the one who loves putting it all together and giving That fills me up with so much joy. Yeah, I do it for me. And they get to benefit from it or not. They may not like the stuff I pick. I don't even know. I'm so busy having a good time. I'm not really focused on them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you do it for yourself. And you can say you're doing it for them, but at the end of the day, you're also just doing it for me, for yourself, like I was doing it for me. So, so I'm in right. a, I, I have a question, too. So is magic, when it's used as a manipulative and destructive, is bad? However, if you're using it for good, it's okay in the course of miracles? So, so here's my answer to that. My answer is that the course of this, this specific Course in Miracles uses the word magic to mean, mm-hmm. to think of it like creating a, a potion. Think, think of very traditional yeah. magic, right? Right, like, right. Summer, I want you to change your behavior. I'm going to create a potion. I'm going to say a spell on you, and then, Summer, you're going to be different because I created a spell and put it on you, right? Something right. I did. I, I messed with the, the order of the world and got my right. own way. Okay, that's, mm, so, okay, so that is how it uses the word magic. And the Course is okay. the first to say if there's a word that we're using, you know, like it uses Holy Spirit to be your connection between you and God. And I already mm-hmm. shared with you all, that took me a long time to be able to even say those two words together. Because I, you know, obviously, growing up in a Muslim household, we did not use the word Holy Spirit ever, like ever. So I was like, you know, your, your connection to God for years and finally, I got to a point where Holy Spirit just means connection to God. And, and I, I changed the, my growing up meaning of that word to match the Course in Miracles meaning of that word. So just replace the word magic with um, manipulating the outcome. Okay. It, it doesn't okay. matter. Just if, if, if the word magic has a positive, happy connection to God, manifesting 
different feeling word for you, just mm-hmm. replace that word in the text because what it, to what the course is using that word as. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. Yes. And the, the course is big on that because all of these words have such deep meanings, and we want to use mm-hmm. – it wants you to get the point, not be stuck on the word. Okay. Got right, it. Any, do we have more questions? Summer, do you want to read? Oh, you're driving. Okay, does somebody want to read number 15? I'll read it. It's Janice. Oh, go for it, Janice. Okay. Each day should be devoted to miracles. The purpose of time is to enable you to learn how to use time constructively. It is thus a teaching device and a means to an end. Time will cease when it is no longer useful in facilitating learning. Okay. So this, again, we talked a little bit about uh, Course in Miracles' definition of time, right? There's no such thing as time. This whole concept of past, present, future does not exist in Course in Miracles. So, uh, however, the Course in Miracles talks to us in time-based language, such as every day should be devoted to miracles, right? That every day would be a time-based. So what the Course is saying here is, hey, we know that there's no such thing as time. But you don't know how to function in this place of there being no such thing as time. And you hear stories like crazy stories about gurus who can be like, who can like be in one room with one people and have their body in another room with another group of people. You hear all these crazy stories. And it's like, oh, I don't know if I believe in that. Oh, how, how does that work? All this other stuff. So there's all this crazy stuff out there, which I can't explain, which, you know, may be true, may not be true. But the Course of Miracles says that there's no such thing as time. The purpose of this concept of time is to enable you to use time with a miracle-mindedness. So any past thought you had, any past grievance you had, any past or any part of your story that you currently have that is a fear-based story, uh, you know, this horrible thing happened to me, uh, these people are out to get me, I- I'm not safe in the world, whatever, any of that stuff you have, you can choose right here, right now to completely change that story, to just be willing. Again, Course in Miracles, it's, y'all, this is really easy stuff. It's, I mean, out of everything that you have to, it's easier than manifesting, okay? Manifesting, you know, I, I find that pretty easy. I mean, all, all you have to do is say, God, I'm willing. I'm open. Show me. I'm willing to see it differently. That's it. You don't have to do a darn thing. So that's what you do with time. You go, you know, I'm really sure that my uncle was so mean to me as a kid. Like, I'm, I'm sure, I, I remember, I have these stories, I have scars, I have all this proof. I, I'm, but you know what? I'm willing to see it differently. I'm willing to see this differently. And all of a sudden, all of your past, all of your future, that whole story, everything gets completely shifted. You see things differently. You, you remember the past differently just because of your willingness. So that's all that time is. Time is just a teaching device to help you navigate these principles. But once you start to realize that it doesn't matter, and there's, um, see if I can pull it up while I'm talking to you all, and I know I've put it up there too. When there, my absolute favorite prayer from A Course in Miracles, um, <clears throat> I know I've made a mistake, and I'm willing to let the Holy Spirit undo all of my thoughts and my beliefs. So there's so many times where I'll do something. I mean, I will literally 
just be mad at somebody or annoyed with somebody or whatever, and I'll do something passive-aggressive, just like, bam, knee-jerk reaction, just done it. And then the second I do it, like literally the millisecond I've done it, the guilt sets in. Like, oh, I can't believe I did that. Why did I do that? And then I say this prayer. I realize I made a mistake. I'm willing to hand this over to the Holy Spirit to undo it. And you all, it works. It undoes it. I'll send whatever I did. Because before I would do that passive-aggressive thing. Then I'd go and try to do something because now I feel guilty. Then I go try to fix it. And so I try to do something else, you know, and keep like, you, you know, almost like you make it worse and worse and worse. Instead, now I'm just like, oh, yeah, I made a mistake. I did something. I took action from a fear-based thought. And I'm willing to now hand it over, let the Holy Spirit undo the past and undo any consequences of this decision, this momentary decision I made. I'm willing to hand it over and let the Holy Spirit undo the path, undo any of this decision so we can move forward in a state of peace. Any consequences of my decision. So I'll post that up on Facebook as well. Okay, questions on time on number 15? All right, I'm going to cover, let's see, we've got, I actually changed these calls to be an hour and a half, and I think the new format of what I'm going to do is I'm going to record for an hour, and then I'm going to turn the recording off, and just anybody who wants, at that point, if you, anyone who wants to leave after an hour, welcome to leave. Anybody who wants to stay on, I'll turn the recording off, and we can just talk about anything you all want to talk about with, uh, with A Course in Miracles. So let me see if I can get through one or two more, and then we'll just we'll, we'll kind of see where we are, and we'll stop there. So number 16 is the one that I referred to earlier. It's uh, what principle was it that talked about earlier that we talked about, which is the giver and the receiver. Um, number nine. So 16 is very similar to number nine. Miracles are teaching devices for demonstrating that it is as blessed to give as to receive. They simultaneously increase the strength of the giver and supply strength to the receiver. So remember, the concept in Course in Miracles, everything's one, giving and receiving is the same. There's a, a quote from A Course in Miracles that you have a sword and it's over somebody else's head and you think that the sword, when you swing the sword, it's going to swing over the other person's head and in reality, the sword is over your own head. So when you wish, you know, I, 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 you wish bad on somebody else, all of that's right back to It's all one. It's just right back to you. You wish good on somebody else, it's all one. It comes right back to you. So that's why in Course in Miracles, when you do have those bad feelings, that's why we say, oh, I'm in the nightmare. I'm willing to see this differently because as we get it, shall we receive? Um, the other thing that I wanted to bring up on this one from the giving and receiving too in the Course in Miracles, the Course in Miracles talks about teachers of God. And in the Course in Miracles, every single one of us is a teacher of God. There's, the call goes out to everybody, but not everybody chooses to listen to the call. But it's available to everybody. So in A Course in Miracles, and this is one of the things I love about coaching and using A Course in Miracles, if somebody comes to, Leslie comes to me with a problem, and her problem has something to do with um, a situation with her car. As she's telling me the story about her problem, and I'm there, you know, I'm the quote-unquote coach. I'm the quote-unquote teacher in that moment. Leslie's the, the student. She's coming with a problem. In that moment, as Leslie talks to me about her problem, she shares that with me. In that moment where I'm helping Leslie figure out her car issue, 
her problem has something to do with something that's going on in my life, let's say her car issue is the same thing, same kind of problem I'm having with my health. So it's not, you know, it's not the exact same thing, like she's got a car issue, I've got a car issue, right? But the feelings, oh, and I'm so frustrated because I tried this and I've tried that and it's still not working and I'm going, oh, my God, five minutes before you called, I was just saying I'm so frustrated because I tried this and I tried that. The feelings are the exact same. So as I'm helping Leslie with her problem and she's getting a quote-unquote feeling, I'm getting the exact same feeling. So in that way, both of us are the teachers and both of us are the students because it's all one, and as we give, so shall we receive. And it is amazing in coaching. People will call me and say, I mean, I can't believe what happened to me, and they'll be telling me the story of something that happened to me, the same feeling, again, not the exact same events, but the same feeling thing that happened to me on the exact same day, and I'll go, I know exactly what you mean. And then as I'm helping them heal, I'm helping myself heal. It's all a cycle over there. So that's why there's such a huge benefit to be a teacher of A Course in Miracles because as you teach this to other people, you get the exact same benefits that they're getting. So as Janice receives that big old check, we're all receiving the big old check. It all comes, we're all in this together. It, it raises all of our vibration up together. So that's number 16. <coughs> you know what? I think I'm going to stop there. Because 17 is kind of another big one. So we'll pick up next Wednesday, same bat channel, same bat time, same bat place. It's the last one of these we're doing that are that's outside of the subscription group. So pretty sure everybody who is on this call right now is already on the subscription. But if you're not on the subscription, join the subscription because next Wednesday's call will be the last call. And then we'll keep going on Wednesdays, same time, different phone number because it will be the subscription phone number. Um, but same times and all of the stuff's the same, and we'll just keep going through these. And then we're also going to start in March. Um, well, there's two different things I want to talk about, and I'll, I'll figure out how to incorporate them both in. I want to make sure we finish the 50 principles, so that's really going to be our main focus. I may do a second class on course and weight loss um, or just add some of those principles in as we're talking. I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to do that, but we'll start that. And then I'm also going to be talking about Course in Miracles and relationships because that's how I came to Course in Miracles and my favorite part of the holy relationship, the special relationship, the holy relationship, and all of the courses, conversations, and relationships. So I will take any um, questions prior to us ending this segment, and then we'll stay on if people have questions and want to chat. And I'm in chat. I see Karen has written in chat. For me, magic means that I'm trying to make the miracle happen myself rather than allowing God to give us a miracle. That's exactly how A Course in Miracles is talking about it, is trying to get into, trying to quote-unquote play God, actually, is really the difference over there. One is letting Holy Spirit do it. The other one is um, using quote-unquote magic in the way the Course is using that as playing God. That makes totally aligned with that, Karen. Any other questions about the content before I stop the recording and we can just chit-chat about anything you want and anybody who needs to leave, I completely respect your time and understand that. All right, next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, same phone number. I'm going to go ahead and end the recording. Hold, please. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. 
there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.